What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Gronley. Welcome into the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast and live stream recording here for Wednesday's 10-game main slate. James, we are looking at a 1-10 start time here for Wednesday, a little afternoon baseball for everybody to turn on while they're working from home, working from the office, maybe turn it on onto your computer, you know, get a little day baseball in, follow along with your DFS lineups, your fantasy baseball lineups, maybe your bets, maybe your prize picks, a little something in the afternoon for you to pay attention to today. Yeah, let's just hope that, uh, you know, you're not going to ever promote people just not working again, John. That's pretty That's pretty. I didn't say not working. I said that while they're working, they can have a little uh, a little something else, <laughs> a little more entertainment to their life here. Um, sure, John, sure. Um, yeah, a nice little 10-gamer in the afternoon. We have... Um, Cores once again because we just can't get rid of cores. We have cores, but we might have, we might not have cores. I'm, yeah, I'm some, checking. I see the weather symbol here. Yep, there is some rain. Look, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm pulling up the hourly. Let's see what we're looking at here. Uh, we do have rain. We have rain starting. Uh, I guess I can't tell what they're showing me. I, I think they're showing me Mountain Time. I'm in the East Coast, uh, so I don't know if this is 4 p.m. Mountain Time or. Right. 4 p.m. Eastern time. But uh, yes, there is there is rain starting 4 p.m. Uh, consistently through the rest of the afternoon uh, at 50 to 65% chance of rain here. So uh, if that is during game time for them, then there's a potential for an in-game delay, maybe a postponement, maybe they start and in, in, you know, start late. So who knows? Uh, but there is expected at least some weather at some point there uh after in the afternoon here for the colorado game yeah and so we'll find out obviously um at some point it's 310 eastern slate kicks f at 110 so we'll know what well ahead of roster lock um how that's going to play mm-hmm. out but you know interesting pitching matchup there oviedo coming off a, a really good start against austin gomber who just hasn't looked good at all um it's a 11 and a half is what it's opened at. Wouldn't be surprised if that balloons to 12 or 12 and a half. Would it close at 13, right? Yeah, it closes at 13 uh, today, opening up Tuesday, 12. right? Um, we have some interesting, interesting game totals here. Nine and a half, uh, the opening line. And, and I even see in Caesars is up to 10 in Arizona, St. Louis. Madison Bumgarner versus Jake Woodford. Uh, that is a pretty. Ooh. The green light special there for yeah. uh, for St. Louis. Shocked yeah. to see Madison Bumgarner at seventy six hundred dollars. Yeah, that is because he uh, is averaging uh, one point six fantasy points uh, per game this year. That doesn't so. seem doesn't seem great. Doesn't um, seem- there's nine runs implied in the Atlanta San Diego game as well. Um, Charlie Morton versus Nick Martinez in that one. Uh, nine runs implied in Philadelphia and the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Taiwan Walker versus Mike Clevenger. And then nine runs implied in Texas, Kansas City. Martin Perez, who I feel like just pitched like two days ago, yeah, uh, against Brady Singer. Um, so there actually are some pretty solid totals. Let's see if we have anything notable on the money line before we um, move on. Jake Woodford is a minus one eighty favorite. That's just the yeah. dis- dis- disrespect towards Madison Bumgarner innings against Pittsburgh in his last start, right? Uh, as a 5k pitcher, min price. So maybe people are looking at that. 
it is Pittsburgh. So I hope, you know, I mean, it is also Madison Bumgarner lefty and we know how good the Cardinals can be against lefties. So um, we have that going for us as well. Uh, Justin Steele, he's one of my favorite pitchers in baseball. Um, minus 180 favorite as well. 175 at, uh, over on DraftKings. And that's really it, John. Like Max Scherzer, despite being on the slate, gets the Dodgers tough spot, minus 130. Um, Taiwan Walker, minus 120. Like we don't have really any big favorites um, anywhere that you can that we can find. Yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> kind of a, a telltale for the slate because, uh, you know, we have Scherzer here on the slate, but he's been off to um, an un-Scherzer-like at times start. Yep. I mean, San Diego obviously just five innings. They kind of got him 97 pitches in that. So usually you don't see Scherzer going 97 pitches in five innings. Granted, only one hit allowed, didn't give up any runs, three walks, but they certainly made him work, and now he's got the Dodgers here. Uh, Taiwan Walker being the second highest priced pitcher on the slate doesn't feel right to me, uh, no. despite the fact that he's came coming off a decent start against Cincinnati. Uh, I know you're a big Justin Steele guy. You did, you were very hesitant to play him against the Dodgers, uh, and he was phenomenal. He's the chalk of the slate again, right? Going just going up yeah. against Oakland the way he's, but not only that, just the way he's been pitching. Yeah, I mean. So I don't know if like chalk of the slate is, I think it's a, a price point thing. I don't think people are going to be used to seeing Justin Steele like this at this price point. I do understand he's been amazing um, and, you know, deserves to be highly priced. I think just given the way the slate lays out, there's still going to be ownership going to Max Scherzer, like plenty of ownership going to Max Scherzer. We see it literally night and night out that, no matter what, the the best arm on the slate will just be highly rostered at this point. That's just what like how things are shaping up to be. I agree on the Tywin Walker front. He's been improving, but not to a point where I'm like, yeah, 9900 is comfortable. Everything lines up for Steele to be a, a very good play here. Oakland's obviously a subpar offense, and subpars might be putting it gently. Um, they see the strikeout rate 23 percent strikeout rate against lefties this year 697 ops is you know league average so mm -hmm. you know everything lines up for steel to be good i just think 9700 is a price point that we're just not a lot of people are going to look at and be like mm, justin Steele probably does, isn't a 9700 dollar pitcher yeah I, I mean most people would agree with that considering uh, how his pricing has been. But if you're looking at this slate, I mean, Eric Lauer on the road is not generally a spot we want to pitch sure. him. Again, I know he just pitched well in San Diego. It feels like that's been a trend where we're like, oh, we don't want to go against the Padres. And then, you know, Colin Ray's out here pitching well. Eric Lauer's pitching well, just shutting down San Diego. Um, right. I still don't feel like I love this spot for Lauer, but, um, you know, we, there's definitely guys in that lineup that can hit left-handed pitching. Uh, Morton, you know, he, he labored through his last start against Kansas city. Um, you know, another guy that's been okay, but not great. He's 80 and hundred dollars. I mean, if you're just looking at the pitching on this slate, I, I mean, I like Martin Perez at $7,400. I'm kind of surprised to see him so cheap on this slate. Um, it, to me, it's like steel. And then, you know, you're really just kind of throwing darts for matchups here. Um, you know, with your SP two. So I actually like Morton 
Um, and I thought he looked pretty good last start. Through six innings, 89 pitches, probably could have gone back out there. It was like uh, he he picked up steam there a little. I, I bet his strikeout prop. So he picked up steam okay. up there a little bit um, at the end, but he was he was laboring early in that in that start. Um, I, I feel pretty good about him against San Diego. Uh, we have one more day without the Fernando as a as a as a team that they're not going to have Tatis. He comes back Thursday. We get Morton here on Wednesday. We profiled it on Tuesday. Uh, San Diego's been striking out quite a bit against righties. Yeah. They went into Tuesday slate with the seventh highest strikeout rate, 25%. 717 OPS is, you know, not great. So I like Charlie Morton, 88. Um, I have no interest in Eric Lauer, really, truthfully, at 90, 92. I know he was really good last start and he was good against the Cubs, but he's not. He's already allowed four home runs and, and you're, you're spot on. Like, the Oscar Hernandez had a 500 Woba against lefties last year. We know what Julio Rodriguez can do. Like, yeah, I Suarez, Suarez, yeah. I mean, Ty France gets better against lefties. I mean, yeah, they have a really tough, good lineup against yeah, it's a, pitching. yeah, really tough spot. Um, I like Trevor Rogers coming off his best start. He looked good in the spring. He was a, a lot of people's favorite pick for. You know, we've been attacking San Francisco lately, but they're they've been hitting some of these pitchers um luzardo what struggled. if i told I, yeah but like and i know it's a small sample but like 29.8 percent k rate against lefties right 566 ops that is second to last only behind or only in front of detroit 066 iso that is the lowest in baseball against lefties um they're either last or second to last in every statistical category. Like I just like the Lazardo thing aside, you know, one start isn't going to make me shy away from, from Rogers who has strikeout appeal has been keeping the ball on the ground for the most part. And his first two starts came against the Mets. Like we respect the Mets offense quite a bit. Everything suggests the giants offense isn't good against lefties and, and they're striking out a lot against both sides of the plate. But they, you know, conversely, compared to their 566 OPS against lefties, they have an 852 OPS against righties. Like, mm -hmm. they're just proving to be a better team against righties right now. And if Trevor Rogers gets lit up, then maybe we have to reevaluate if that's two guys in a row. But I'm not shying away just because Lazardo struggled against them. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. They, um, yeah, because Cabrera had a, had a decent start um, today. Six innings, two earned eight Ks against them. It, it just feels like... Um, yeah, the Lasarda start aside, I feel like we, we had targeted them a little bit recently, uh, and, and they were kind of getting to now Detroit pitching, you know, they had, they had 10 runs, uh, they, you know, they put up six, five and five against Detroit in LA. Um, you know, so it feels like their offense is maybe like coming up a little bit, but maybe to your point, well, to the righty against the righties, it is, sure. they have an 852 OBS against righties, but 566 against lefties. That's, mm -hmm. that's horrible. Okay. I, yeah, you're right. I mean, listen, Rodgers was bad last year, but he is coming off of his best start against Arizona. So maybe there's something to build off of uh, there at $8,500. And, and beggars kind of can't really be choosers um, <laughs> when it comes to the slate either because the, the pitching does get a little interesting. Yep. Um, thoughts on Marco Gonzalez. We talk a lot about um, you know him at times being a reverse splits pitcher. 
There we know Milwaukee has a lot of lefties in their lineup, but it is a lefty lefty matchup for them. You know, do you feel confident in Marco Gonzalez here? He's coming off of a pretty decent start last time out. He was scratched, but it was a maternity leading. It wasn't an injury thing. Um, five and two thirds against Cleveland and earned in five Ks. Would you throw him against Milwaukee here, who may take the lefties out of their lineup? Yeah, we just, I think with, we need, we need strike. Like he just, we need a win, right? Because he's not going to strike people out. So if you think that Marco Gonzalez can get you those win points, then I'm fine with it. Um, again, just such a low floor. That's what kind of this whole pitching position feels like. Just like mm-hmm. low floor after low floor after low floor. Like Alex Cobb is someone I'd have mild interest in because he can strike people out and he keeps the ball on the ground. Um, well, that's my- how I feel about Martin Perez. Like I know he hasn't gone more than five and two thirds. At least he's throwing 90 pitches. Right. He generally is limited to the damage, but you know, he probably gets himself in a little bit of trouble. Face Philly, Chicago, Houston. I mean, you know, again, today Kansas City got off to a little bit of a good start against Evaldi, but he eventually just kind of you know buckled down and was able to to close them out there. Um, you know, Prez is decent for this slate, I think. That's why I feel like he's mispriced at 7,400. He is he does feel mispriced, and we've Talked about it ad nauseum how bad Casey's offense has been um, against both handedness. John, against lefties, 32% strikeout rate for the Royals this year. Yeah. Um, that is that is tops in baseball. So, yeah, I mean, for a guy, another guy who doesn't have like massive strikeout appeal, it's been pretty good this year. We know last year was a wild season for Martin Perez. Um, I think this tier is okay. You know, like I like Cobb. Perez is a very good play as well. Brady Singer, mm-hmm. although he got sh- absolutely shellacked his first or his last two starts, um, four home runs against Atlanta. Like that happens in Atlanta. Still had eight strikeouts. Brady Singer turned into a complete different pitcher last yeah. year. So. Um, those are the three guys I would look at in the mid tier. I don't know if you have anyone else to add, but like it, it, it just falls off a literal cliff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, her. like, would you pick a pitch Oviedo here in, in Colorado? It's been really damn good. He has I, been so yeah, good. I know. Let's, let's, uh, let's take a deeper look into his numbers here. Let's see he if we it- can. I mean, he's a ground baller. So, like, obviously that's ideal, right? Um, if you're pitching in cores, if you're keeping the ball on the ground, that's obviously, like, priority number one because... Yeah. He's, been a, he's been a strikeout guy at the minor league level. It didn't really translate at all in 2021 when he was with St. Louis, just a 7.3K per nine. Um you know, but this year, I mean, obviously it's been a couple of starts and it's really booned by his most recent start where he had 10 strikeouts. Right. Uh, but he did profile as a strikeout guy at the minor league level. So maybe a little bit better right. feel. Um, but to the point we're talking about 245 ERA, his expected ERA, 310, his XFIP, 345. He's kind of pitching to, you know, to what he's at. Is uh, Let's see here. Do we have a Sierra for him somewhere? I don't see. I don't see the Sierra somewhere on this, but I mean, he just in general, like I said, his his 
uh, numbers here are not far off of what we what he's pitching to. So uh, I don't think any major regression. Sierra's three five nine. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, we've seen a lot worse <laughs> of guys who have these low numbers, uh, and then their their xFIPs and Sierras are four runs higher. This is about a run higher. Um, I if this game plays and isn't impacted by weather, I I kind of think I would. Give it a risk, honestly, like this here. Because the pool of pitching is so bleak, I I don't dislike the call. The Rockies stink. Like, the Rockies offense is also quite bad. So it's not, you know, it's not like we're attacking, like thinking about using a pitcher against a good offense. Of sure. course, that's not the case at all. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um I don't want to play Syndergaard, but I will bring up Syndergaard. Uh, we looked up this number last, his last starting in Chicago. Uh, he has allowed the most stolen bases per inning pitched uh, in baseball over the last like five years. Uh, we bet the over on the Nico Horner stolen base prop, <laughs> uh, and it cashed immediately. Uh, Starling Marte, Brandon Nimmo, guys who are going to be available to run potentially on the on the Mets here. Uh, that has to be in consideration, I think, when it comes to lineup building here. Yep, agreed. Um, it, it, it was like a, a stolen base every like 3.8 innings pitch, which you may seem like not a lot, but I mean, a stolen teams don't steal bases every game. He's right, he's giving up two stolen bases per quality start, basically, right? Like, right. pretty bad. Uh, for stolen bases allowed, and the, and the Cubs ran all over him in that game. So, uh, just something to watch. Let's go on over to catcher uh, position here. We talk all the time. If you want to spend up, you can. Um, where are you targeting your catcher position? Is it as simple as we're stacking against Bumgarner here? Uh, Contreras at forty three hundred, or you know, we've seen Goldschmidt sit, we've seen Arenado sit. Does Contreras get a day off coming for him? I don't know. He has two home runs on Tuesday, so I don't know if he's oh, gonna. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna sit. He's coming in. Um, he got off to an abysmal start, but three straight multi-hit games with what six extra base hits over yeah. that span. Um, feels like they'd want that in the lineup, you know, uh, especially against Bumgarner. I think it's it is as easy as what you just said, John. It's like if if Contreras is in the lineup, that's where my that's where my immediate interest goes to. Yep. Uh, I agree with you a thousand percent there. Um, if we move ourselves on down here, um, where are we? Where are we taking a peek here? I always forget Cal Rally power against righties, right? Or is yes, it power, power against right righties? Side? No, power against righties. Power against righties. Okay. Yep. Um, he is, you know, secondary play because he is better. They'll they've been playing um, Murphy. He's mm-hmm. Murphy's been horrible, but they've been playing Murphy against, yeah, against Lefties. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, keep that in mind. I like Zanino against Spencer Turnbull. Um, okay. Zanino actually having a pretty good year against righties and lefties. Um, and Turnbull sucks, so I'm perfectly fine going to Zanino, Zanino 41. Um, Jonah Heim, you know, if Brady Singer continues to struggle, he allowed four home runs his last start, like. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He hits home runs. So I would go there. 
Um, I know you mentioned how bad they are against lefties, but Joey Bart is smoking the baseball right now. Yeah, I mean, Joey Bart was like a very highly coveted prospect for them and um, was supposed to, you know, he, be he was the, the Buster Posey replacement. Yeah, be the replacement after Posey. And he just hasn't been great. He strikes out a lot. And that's, you know, I think a little concerning with Trevor Rogers on the mound, but he's seven average against lefties this year. Yeah. He's been good. Undeniably been good. Uh, yeah, it, it makes sense when he's only played like six games and he has multi hit <laughs> and two and three of them. So uh, that his average would be high. But I mean, if we're looking to punt catcher, I don't, I mean, I'm fine. He's been good. He's, you know, I, I think, I think for me on this slate, it's going to be Bart or it's going to be Contreras. That's, that's where I'm living. Um, yeah, I mean, we could also look at what Gabriel Moreno just did. Uh, he hit a grand slam on grand slam, right? Was three run. Grand, three three run run. home run for his first home run of the year. And we had talked about it, like has been like, okay. The power numbers just haven't been there, but this game had the highest implied total outside of cores. I like it. Um, I'm okay. I know Woodford was good last start. But those pesky Diamondbacks, like you said, John, um, eight I runs. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. Eight runs um, on Tuesday. Like, you know, I'd go back to Luella Moreno. And then if you're not playing Marco Gonzalez, Victor Caratini hits lefties. He does hit lefties. That is true. Victor Caratini uh, for sure. $2,400 if, if he's in the lineup. Now, the difference is, like, they have William Contreras this year, right? Um that's also something he's $4,000. So either Brewers catcher, uh, Caratini actually started Tuesday. Does he start two games in a row? That's the question. I don't yeah. know if he would. Um, I didn't realize he was starting Tuesday. That feels like they would not start him two days in a row. Uh, yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, anybody else for you? No. First base. Goldie, Baumgartner, feel like we've written this yes. shit before. Yes. Uh, 5,800. He homered today as well, fresh off of his off day. Uh, so that's probably going to be pretty chalk. Yes. Uh, but you do have Matt Olson here against Martinez at 56. Alonzo gets Syndergaard. We know we're certainly uh, fans of there. France gets Lauer. Uh, some pretty, pretty strong top first base options. I would rank them, uh, as I mentioned them, Goldschmidt. Olsen and Alonzo. I too would rank them that way. Um, no problem getting to any of those names, but Goldschmidt stands out like a sore thumb. I mean, this guy coming off the MVP, you know, he's only going to have two home runs at this point. No, no, no. Things, things are about yep. to change. I, I would, uh, I think so as well. I'm trying to pull up the quick, uh, quick BVP here on Goldschmidt versus Mad Bum, but I think it's, I think we look, I, I think we looked you. at it. Recently. I got you. It's pretty good, right? So he, so he's, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, he's, I, I it's just pulled good. it up. It's, uh, pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty good. Uh, 26 of 76 with four home runs, uh, 16 RBIs, 342 yeah. average, 440. I would say, so. like, like, that is a, like, you know, I'm not like, I really have been poo pooing yeah. most BVPs that you, 76 like, at bats is a good zero, like. Shot. 76 uh, is a pretty good sample. Nolan Arenado has a 68 at bad sample size, too. We'll hit upon that, but uh, not as good, but still good uh, as against against yeah. Mad Bum here. 
Um, mid-tier first baseman as we, as we move our way down. Um, any of these names jump off the page to you? I mean, they're not your household. Garrett Cooper, Alec Bohm, Josh Naylor, uh, you know, Rowdy there, but it's lefty and lefty. Josh Bell gets Turnbull. I mean, anybody here jump out to you? Yep. Two guys that you mentioned Taylor on the same Bell, team. I'm unfortunately, assuming. we won't be able to. Unfortunately, we won't be able to play them. Um, so you're not in together. on Turnbull, huh? That's a that's a no for you. He's coming no, off a that's really a no good starting in Toronto. Uh, I'm okay. very happy for him. I and I stacked him in that <laughs> game, and I'm going to stack against him again. Um, he this year against left-handed bats, 414 average, 1100 OPS, 494 WOBA against. Um, the, the one thing we know about the guardians is they have a boatload of lefties in their lineup. Steven Kwan, Jose Ramirez, Josh Naylor, um, Andres Jimenez, Will Brennan, Josh Bell. You could play, they might start seven lefty bats, uh, up against Turnbull here. And I know Turnbull's coming off the start. I don't care. He's going like, he's in, this is yeah. a bad matchup for him um, considering how many lefties Cleveland can throw at him. It's a really good park for hitters. Comerica has been a historically good yeah. hitters park for the last few years. Um, so I like both guardians guy. If you need the savings, get to bell. I think he's probably been playing better anyway. Um, yeah. Especially lately, seven or seven extra base hits. We have hits in seven straight games. Just, Kind of just doing a little bit. Of, I mean, a lot of double-digit fantasy points lately, too. So um, I like Josh Bell quite a bit. I like Naylor secondary to Bell. Just but, below um, Bell, Carlos are... Santana. We talked about it in the last couple of streams here. Uh, better hitter against left-handed pitching. More power against right-handed yep. pitching. But he's also starting to come alive. Have a pretty decent game here tonight. Double-digit fantasy points. He had double-digit fantasy points yesterday as well. Um, hits now in like five of six games gets Austin Gomber here. I, I, Carlos Santana. I mean, listen, uh, this is probably the most we're ever going to play Pittsburgh all season long. Right. So, uh, you know, it's, it's the old smoke him if you got him. you know, you know, if you, if you're, yep. Yep. you'll never play Pittsburgh again this year. So go ahead and, and get the exposure no. uh, to no. Carlos Santana while you can, uh, 3,800 bucks <laughs> certainly could be, uh, in play. Uh, and then they're just being just absolutely disrespectful uh, to our guys, Christian Walker here at thirty five hundred dollars. You know, just uh, yeah. what again? We don't think much of Woodford. I think that's fine. Uh, yeah. Listen, this I guess this is where my brain breaks a little bit. Uh, I know JD Davis doesn't have first base eligibility anymore. We'll talk about it, but like Warmer Flores, like we know he hits lefties and he's hitting over three hundred. JD yeah. Davis is like the best player in baseball right now. Have you seen what his numbers look like? Another guy that just like mashes lefties. I don't know where these bad. This is this is the Arizona Diamondbacks to me all over again. Where you're like, I don't know, man. They're like the last place team in in against left-handed pitching. And I'm telling you, I'm like, I just ran through half their lineup. They're all hitting over 300 with an 800 plus OPS against lefties. Where are they bad? Who are they bad against when it comes to left-handed pitching? I don't get it. Um, again, I know recently Wilmer Flores has been a more even hitter, but in his career, he's been really good against lefties and he's hitting the ball well right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. Something, something feels off to me there. Um, Paven Smith against Woodford uh, homered the other day um, hitting the middle of that lineup. I wonder 
he's definitely going to be in the lineup here. So we'll see where uh, where he ends up uh, hitting. But that's probably it for me at first base. So um, first, I just can't stand when this is the worst part about non-multi-position DraftKings play. Like, this is the okay. worst thing about DraftKings because they have three San Francisco first basemen. All against the lefty. Yeah. Darren Ruff, lefty. Wilmer Flores gets a lefty. Um, and then the same thing with Arizona. Christian Walker and Paven right. Smith both in the same exact right. spot with no eligibility. I'm looking up San Francisco, pivoting okay. away to what you were just saying. Um, you're correct on Wilmer Flores. He is hitting lefties at a high clip this year, 400 against lefties. Um, but Thyro Estrada, who's been their best player, or at least their best fantasy asset, 227. Uh, JD Davis hitting 250 against lefties this year, four for 16. Um, Brandon Crawford, one for 14. Conforto, one for 11. Uh, Darren Ruff, two for nine. David VR, two for 16. Yastrzemski, mm -hmm. three for 17. So, other than, uh, and Joey Bart's been good, 357, 14 at five for 14. So, other than Bart and Wilmer Flores, every single person in this lineup's hitting 250 or worse. A lot of those were like, two game sample sizes i'm just i'm just saying i feel it's not it's it, there is definitely there definitely could be yeah positive i don't know like i said i i just um, see you know wilmer's down there at 36 there's there's guys there's just just saying that there's guys i know you're not disagreeing me with that you know but uh yeah i mean they have undeniably been right good against right in the pitching like Best in yeah, and actually to that point, well, I you mean, mentioned the JD Davis splits. Uh, historically, JD Davis versus lefty has been our had been a crutch when he was like with the Mets, right? Um, but to your yep. point, this year, I mean, it's two fifty versus lefties. Uh, you know, four for sixteen, smoking right-handed pitching, three forty-five. All four of his home runs coming against righties, which is just not what we've come to generally think of right. JD Davis as. Um, but he is he's been unbelievable so far to this point. Um, all right, any other first baseman to you? No, I mean, that was – we just – Yeah, we talked a lot, a lot of first basemen for sure. About, yeah. um, all right, let's go over to second base then here. Uh, your boy Simeon, three-run jack tonight. He got there. Yep. Uh, $5,700. It's him, and then we kind of – We're streaking. Him? We're streaking, John. Uh, he's and, streaking right now. And then yeah, it goes to one of my favorite right players, Andres Jimenez. That's that's like my, my two guys there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Simeon home run in three straight games now. Like, this is literally yeah. what you talk about every single time you talk about Marcus Simeon, that he yeah. just does things in bunches. So don't you want to be on the – like, when he does do this in bunches, he breaks slates. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, but when he doesn't, he's, he stinks. Like, yeah, I get it. But, like, right now we are we are – all aboard the Simeon train. I 100% agree on the Andres Jimenez thing. I, I mean, I talked about it at first. Like, they're going to throw seven lefties at, at Spencer Turnbull, and he's not going to know what to do. Um, Andres Jimenez is close to a lock and load for me in this spot. I, we are, we're not going to lock and load. Um, you know, well, yeah. I just realized the Oakland is calling oh, yes. up. They're, uh, um, uh, prospect. Yeah. Miller. Miller. Is he on the slate, though? His name is like so. Mason yeah. Miller. Mason Miller. I know. I see it. 
But where the heck? They yeah, don't see they him. have him listed as an opponent, he's but not, not in the in player the pool. Um, uh, let's see. Twenty-four years old. Yeah. Four ninety. He he pitched a one game at AAA and one game at AA this year. He had uh, eleven strikeouts and eight strikeouts, respectively, in both those outings. Um, looks pretty good. I of course like number. This is like very hard to look at because he yeah. pitches in the PCL. Um. But he's dude. He's only made eleven career starts in the minor leagues, John, and he's pitching for Who the is, Oakland uh, What's his first name? Mason. Mason Miller, twenty-four years old. He was a third-round pick in the twenty twenty-one draft. He has made eleven appearances. Yeah, he in was the minor a leagues. so he was like a, a five-year senior at college. So. Uh, already older than some of the guys that get drafted. He was never ranked in the top 100 as a prospect. Um, no. Isn't that crazy, though, that he's literally... He's thrown uh, 28 like, career innings in the minor league level. Dude, that is that's that is crazy. Definitely crazy. I wonder if it was like a clerical error and someone was like, we wanted, no, we wanted this Miller. It's like, well, Mason's already on the plane. And they're like, all right, like, <laughs> I guess Mason's <laughs> pitching then, you know. Um, yeah, I, I got I got nothing for you here. Um, he threw five perfect innings. <laughs> yeah, it was dominant. Oh, Eleven strikeouts, like I'm trying to see. Yeah, that is that's wild. Good, good for him, I guess. Uh, welcome to the show, also, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's great for him. I just like. I was looking at Nico Horner at second because again, forty two hundred. Now he gets righty. Well, I, I wanted to see like, yeah, that's like, what I was looking for. I was like, does how how are guys pitching uh, running against Mason? Just there's just no, no there's just no, you just yeah. there's just no. Doubt. Are guys running on Mason Miller at the minor league level? Uh, we don't know. There's no data. There's no data. So, um, look, I, like it's you know, yeah. I I don't unfortunately he's not in the player pool. Would you pitch him if he was? Stinks, but I bet he'd be like five K. He's probably yeah, I well we saw what Taj Bradley yeah. when he got yeah. called up, he was four K, right? Like maybe So does this, keep you, does this keep you off of the unknown of, of Chicago then? Or Maybe, maybe not. Just because we've liked how, like, the upside of Chicago, like we've liked how active they've been on the base on the base paths. Like, if he gets on, like, if Horner gets on, is he not going to steal against the guy who's made eleven career like professional outings? Like, not only has he not pitched in the majors, he has literally made eleven appearances in the minors. Like that just feels like. So I'm reading. I'm reading a quick, uh, uh, quick uh, scouting report on him. This is from the Athletic. I'm uh, oh, sorry. This is the uh, SB Nation Athletics. Uh, Miller, the 21 year old, has skyrocketed up through the minor leagues thanks to a fastball that consistently breaks 100 miles an hour and a devastating slider that has baffled minor league hitters. So. He throws 100-plus with a slider. Uh, he's the third-ranked prospect uh, in the organization, but he's not a top-100 prospect 
yet, but I guess like he could crack the top hundred prospects at some point. Um, I guess maybe, but okay. I guess we're expecting a hundred plus mile an hour fastball on a slider here tomorrow. So I'm seeing if uh, I was looking. I also pivoted to see if where cells ha- uh, our very own Matt cells at fantasyalarm.com had uh, yeah. Mason Miller ranked. Does he? Um, he yes, he had him ranked in his top 400 coming into the air was yeah. 372, and also had ETA 2024. So they are fast tracking this kid. Yeah, mighty pretty, pretty. quick. Um, all right, so sidetrack there. I guess it'll be fun to watch, right? We'll see what we're doing. Yep. Um, he either dominates or gets blitzed. Really one of the two here. Um, again, I like Jimenez. Just kind of spin back to what we were talking about. Simeon Jimenez, for me, are the two um, that I'm, I'm kind of keying yep. in on here. Um, I agree. Nolan Gorman's a lefty, so I don't know about the matchup against Mad Bum, but uh bryson stott against clevenger i could do so i could get some some action there yeah, yeah lot off hit awesome. with a home run the other yeah. day he's got five hits in the last two yeah he's now just slotted in too yeah like not trey turner not the guy they, they paid a billion dollars for but bryson stott uh is... <laughs> i mean hey I, I get like you know some maybe that's just that's- like Allowing Rodney O'Dever hit something. So right? best like players hit second. Judge hit second. Yeah. Right. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Right. Aaron Judge hit second. So like it's I think not, Harper was hitting second too last hitting year, right? Second. Before the injury. So it's just all the yeah, getting maximizing, maximizing the at bats, right? Like it's uh, um so I don't Rodolfo uh, yeah. back to a lefty matchup like for Gomber here. 37, yeah. get the multi-position yeah, eligibility gone. there for us. We, you're right. No, it's we're important. We're never play playing Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh again. again. So it just it just won't happen. Um, I guess that would be it for me. I guess, I think. Uh, we didn't play Nikki Goat Tone, who uh, had that like random stretch of true. I hit like one off Scherzer, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah he took someone deep. Uh, Toronto. I think it was the Manoa. Yeah, yeah, like Gossman Manoa back to back games or something. Uh, All right, let's go over to third base then, and we'll uh, we'll hit this spot. Uh, Jan Ram. Go going back to my favorite nickname for him. You're like, where's where's Jan Ram coming from? Yeah, horrible. (laughs) Still a horrible, absolutely awful nickname. (laughs) His name's Jose. Yeah, Jan Ram. (laughs) Going back to it. I'm happy this this is the first yeah. time the Better Audience Sports got, uh, yeah. Network has heard has gotten an yeah. introduction to Jan Ram. Literally, if we could put up a poll on worst nicknames in sports, it's not ever, even his official nickname. Jan what I call right him, so. the top. Uh, it is. It is. I'm so happy. It's Jay Ram. Whatever. What for him? Six K against yeah. Turnbull here. Uh, our boy Austin Riley. Hearts out to you. Fifty seven hundred dollars. Uh, Arnado, as I mentioned. Yeah. Wow, this number is not as productive in terms of averages. It's like a 250 average, just a tick below an 800 OPS. But he's got four home runs uh, in 68 at bats. He's got a handful of extra base hits. So, again, not as devastating as Paul Goldschmidt, who's probably going to be the cover of this show today. Um, but you're not going to not play Arenado probably in a stack with, with Goldschmidt here uh, against St. Louis. The, Bent, Mad Bum is just so washed. Uh, it, it's hard not yep. to go there. Uh, Muncie's been 
hitting moonshots. I don't, no one's going to play the Dodgers against Scherzer. Um, but, you know, Max is shown to be hittable the two of the yep. three starts this year. Um, Rojas, I talk about Arizona all the time. He's 4,700 bucks. Wisdom gets the Miller kid at 45. I mean, uh, and then JD Davis against Rogers at 43. I know the splits have been reversed for him this year, but still going to throw him out there. Um, the top of third bases, I, it's I, don't good. How, I don't know how I'm going to pivot. Like, I don't know how you pivot off it. Like, obviously there's incredibly elite names after it too. Yeah. Like the oh, Ryan Hayes is going to lead off against a lefty in course. And Uni Hanyo at 4k. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Josh Jung is going to you know, get Singer at 5,900. Uh, yeah, against a guy who just gave up four home runs last start. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jake Berger does nothing but hit home runs, John. I know, like, okay, it's Jake Berger. Four home runs in the last five games. Put yeah. some respect on Jake Berger's name. No, oh, dude. That, <laughs> the guy has a face. <laughs> it's home runs, for sure. Um, Third base is easily the best position that we've talked about. Dude, yet. Brett Beatty's 2200 bucks against Syndergaard. Well, let's see if they actually bat well, they, they faced a lefty today, so it makes sense I that know. he wouldn't be in the lineup, but he's going to be in the lineup against Thor. Mm-hmm. And and so will Mike Brousseau against Marco Gonzalez mm-hmm. uh, against lefty? I mean, I guess that's the decision you make, right? Like, Spending up? You're spending, how, are you punting? How much do you believe in Brett Beatty? Because twenty two hundred dollars is it's it's when they kept them pricing Bobby Wood Jr. last year at his stupidly low price, and you're like, you're, I'm just gonna play the kid because he's too talented, and he's yep. until they make him too high to play, right? Beatty's to me, you know, he's kind of uh, you know, I know he's been a hype prospect, but kid mashes, right? Yep. And he's not a twenty two hundred dollar player if he's playing to his potential, and we saw how Bobby Wood ended the season. Power, elite speed, you know, if if Beatty, you know, is just locked in out of the gate here, you know, he's a 4K plus player at 2200 bucks right now. But as you mentioned, look at look at those guys over. How do you go play on like go play multi lineups today? Go play on FanDuel where you can play multiple players, you know. Yeah. So just looking at um Syndergaard splits this year, and it's like obviously a small sample. Lefties are really hitting Noah Syndergaard. 300 average, 930 OPS, 395 Woba. Does Beatty have speed? I'm not familiar with his profile here. I know he's got power. Did you? You just almost hit me with the uh, Shaquille O'Neal. I'm not familiar with this. Yeah. I'm not familiar with your I'm game. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with the, your uh, game. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just hit us with, yeah. the, uh, uh, with the meme. Um, I don't think there is like any okay. speed for Brett Beatty. Like, none. Okay. Just make, just make like, I, think that I know he's, is... he's a big kid. I just wasn't sure if there was anything that he had maybe profiled a little bit. To... Yeah, I don't uh, think no. I don't he, think he's... Yeah, he's gonna... gotten like nine career stolen bases at the moment. <laughs> I don't think he's going to steal yeah, many bases. He's all, all power um, this kid, which is fine. Totally okay. Yeah. Uh, John, I'm, I'm coming around here. I'm coming around the 2200, but like you're really going to have to talk me out of playing. Like, you... To play Brett Beatty, you're not playing Jose Ramirez or Nolan Arenado, and that does not feel <laughs> good. Uh, 
if Brick Brady hits a home run, then like you you win. Like that oh, is that's my that's my thing. We're gonna obviously be live again tomorrow. Well, we won't be live because of those the uh the one PM slate. We'll be live in the Discord. Uh you see the scroll at the bottom. If you're not already a member of the Fantasy Slam family, fantasy.com slash all pro promo code MLB50, 20 bucks a month for the first six months, 50% off for the first six months, uh, through the NFL season. You get access to our premium Discord. Uh James and I will be in there. We'll take a look at the roster percentages and see where we're at. Um, because people are going to have that tough decision to make. If you're, you, we want to stack Bumgarner. Goldschmidt's for sure in the lineup. I guess it would depend on who else is around him in that lineup to not play Arenado. Contreras, you'd play Goldschmidt, Contreras, play Beatty at third, and then, I don't know, Edmund, Tyler O'Neill, Jordan Walker, something, somebody around Dylan Carlson yeah, is probably in the, in the lineup yeah. here, or do they send him down? I yeah, forget. Probably. Is he still his new um, bar is up, right? Yeah, they. He's not even sent, on my player pool. Yeah, they sent Yepes to the. They sent him out. They <laughs> not him on the player pool on Yepes. So I mean, what's what's new bar? Yeah, new bar or lefty or righty? Lefty. lefty. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that lineup looks like, but. Because they also didn't have Don- – remember, Donovan got true. scratched on Tuesday, so they could be without true, Brandon true, Donovan true, true, true. as well. So ba- Beatty at 2200 is interesting, but there's a lot of guys – third base is loaded for us, guys we definitely like. Loaded, Because, yep. uh, I mean, Brian Hayes has done nothing but rake in course, and he gets a lefty spot here at 38 and a 42. It's going to lead off. So, in course. In course. In course. So, yeah, anyways. Uh, short stop <sighs> here. Uh, Trey Turner is your top price guy. He's 6100 bucks. Uh, Willie Adamas, homer today. Or homer to devil. Double dong, double dong. As two, two. No, 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 double and a home run. Sorry, my apologies. I knew we hit one. Uh, Okay, so you you got a dom this year at fifty three hundred dollars. Bobby Witt's down to forty eight. Grissom at thirty nine. Lindor fifty two. Edmund could lead off at thirty eight. They hit him a ninth, or they hit him lead off. I mean, (laughs) you want Tommy Edmund to be a lead off hitter so bad. He just did he had 90 uh, runs back to back years. Like, why do they just like, don't play? I know. Anymore, I, know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Rodolfo. Um, I'm Rodolfo, just playing Rodolfo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey Rodolfo. 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 Yo, hey, how's yeah, exactly. your family? Uh, I'm just going to click it. We're just going to click it. Yeah, just All play right. Rodolfo. Um, outfield then. Acuna, Schwab Daddy, Rodriguez. <laughs> Uh, Mookie Betts is already out. What is what's going on here? He is um, personal. He yeah, okay. paternity, paternity. That coming to daddy, coming to father. Wait, what is happening? This was a good service list. team starting shortstop versus the Mets. Is he going to get shortstop <laughs> eligibility? Let's go. Mookie's going to be the first player um, on DraftKings to have three position eligibility. Let's go. All right. Well. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, expected <laughs> to return from the paternity list Wednesday. Yeah. So even though he doesn't have shortstop eligibility yet, you know DraftKings is about to give him shortstop eligibility. Well, he's well. He lost second. Did he? He did. Okay. Yeah, he did. No good. Second. Good. 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 Uh, all right. Whatever. So, but Mookie's <laughs> an outfield only for this for this slate at least. Uh, not that I think we're going to get there against Scherzer, but um, I mentioned Marte again. He's got seven steals already on the year. If he gets on against Snowa, it seems like an absolute loss. He's gone. 
that he's it's a lock. I'm bet. I, I, am, I am for Tomorrow. sure betting him and Nimmo. They're going <laughs> to double steal. They'll do a double steal. They'll both get there. You should do a uh, you should do a Marte waterfall. Yeah, base. one plus, two like plus, one, three plus, then two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Same, same game parlay it. Uh, a little five dollar, little five dollar bet. You win. How much money would you win? You'd win a lot of money yeah, if, if he hits them all. Yeah, I mean the the, the stolen base itself is usually like plus two two hundred, plus three hundred. Right. Uh, Jazz Chisholm starting to heat up a bit. He's also got stolen bases in back to back games. Uh, he's expensive though. I, it feels like it's been a while since I, we've had Miami on a main slate. So. Uh, yep. seeing Jazz at 54 feels a little alarming. Uh, Adolis, big night yes. tonight. He's 53. Lewis Robert, he let off the other day. Um, $5,200 for Lewis Robert against Walker. Soto's 52. McCutcheon versus lefty and Gombert, 52. Um, where are you, uh, where are you peeking here? <laughs> I mean, dude, how do you, how do you narrow this down? Um, Acuna is obviously elite. Martinez is what he is mm-hmm. ready on the mound. Acuna's if he's on first, he's going. Um, Reynolds is better against righties, but Gomber has been bad still in still in cores. Like have to like Reynolds. Uh, the price has been interesting. Six K fifty eight, then back up to sixty two. Sure, always in line for a home run. Always live for a home run. J Rod's fine. Chris Bryant was good again. He's fine. Um, Marte is really, really interesting. 55. Probably Chisholm has been really good. Worth the, like, he should be 5,400. It's just like not used to seeing 5,400 next to his name. Um, Like, next, I don't, I don't, like, I would get to like not paying 51 for Saya, not paying 51 for Castellanos. I don't understand. Like, I know Thyro Shadow's really good and he has multi-position eligibility not paying 5k there why in yeah. the world is Stephen Kwan 4900 like i would like to play Stephen Kwan if he was 3900 because it's another lefty that could score three runs here right. and steal a base like i would like to play that i love tiasker 48 nemo you mentioned i mean there's march has a, been good but not at 47 a, he's hitting fifth which is interesting, but yeah, you're not playing Brandon Marsh at forty seven hundred dollars. Doesn't feel good. Tyler Neal's forty three. John Corbin Carroll over four. Hey, you okay. need to get scratched to get there. Uh, yeah, we'll lock in Corbin Carroll against our against Woodford here. Did you see the note that they had? They asked the manager. He is simply getting the night. Well, off. you know that young body of his needs the needs the rest. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. He's simply getting oh, yeah, the night yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They scratched him. They scratched him to just give him the night off. Hey, Corbin, how you feeling tonight? Oh, I'm feeling good. All right, you get the night off. We're gonna scratch you. You're no longer in the lineup after preparing like you were all day. Connor Joe's thirty eight hundred bucks. More Pittsburgh. Is he gonna hit third <laughs> again? No, they have McCutcheon. McCutcheon lefty. He'll hit third. But like Connor Joe hitting yeah. fifth probably. Uh, Riley Green's been decent lately. He's thirty six hundred bucks. He gets Cal Quantrill as a gas can. Yeah, homered homered on Tuesday. I think he did. He also steal a base. Is that in the same game? Did they play two? They games played today? the doubleheader. Yeah. Um, he just strikes out so much. But Cal Quantrill, like, if you're striking out versus Cal Quantrill, like, you need to yeah, really evaluate. You, you strike out against Cal Quantrill because you forgot to take a bat to the plate. That's that's, that's about it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you're just that's, like oh i can't 
I can't hit anything. There's no bat here, you know. Just, um, <laughs> There's no yeah. bat. Sir, the umpire's like, sir, yeah. you forgot the bat. Oh, I don't know. Vargas during spring know. training is like, don't swing. And he walked like 12 times. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> he's not swinging. How are you walking this man? Like, it's just insane to me um, that that even existed. That the man was told not to swing and he walked 12 times. Right. That is uh, something needs How to be reevaluated. Those pictures need to there. go away. You shouldn't be walking. A guy who's <laughs> specifically, he's specifically told not to swing, and you know he was told not to swing, and you put him on base. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, boy. Right. Oh, boy. Um, Oscar Gonzalez should be better, but he's not. He's 3400 bucks. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Grisham at 34 Mouse Straw is a pretty decent stolen base candidate here. He's been hitting, which he hasn't. Like in a while, hitting three, three, three ten yeah. this year. Uh, also hitting three ten so this year. Cody Ballinger coming off of a five for five game yesterday. Uh, tonight, not to, not the same experience. No, uh, no. But no, no, no. you know what? Uh, he gets that Miller kid. Uh, so maybe, yeah, maybe thirty three hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah, I'd rather probably just play Jordan Walker. I know Jordan Walker hasn't been good lately, but I'd rather probably play him. But yeah, if you want to play Cubs, Bellinger's fine. I'm with you there. Um, let's see. Janikowski will hit second again. Mitchell is lefty. What happened to Jake McCarthy, dude? Just a magical run last year, and like the the juice has yeah, just worn off. He's he has just like not, no well, we can we can take a peek here. Let's go look at some Jake McCarthy sabermetric stats. Because like, like he was absolutely demolishing last year in every category. He had twenty three stolen bases in ninety. Well, he's got a two eleven bat bip, so that's certainly not helping him. Um, he has an expected woba of three eighteen, but it's two thirty six. So he's definitely getting unlucky here. Uh, oh. Expect the batting average of 260, almost 100 points lower. Right. Than so, I mean, and like you said, 260, not great. He hit 280 last year. You'd li- If he hit 260 for his average, he would probably, I mean, this is going to be stupid to say, he would be a lot better, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, obviously. Uh, it's just weird, like, not making any soft contact. He's hitting more fly balls than he did last year, and he's just not – Dude, not, like not great not hard contact, it. though. It, it's all yeah, medium not great hard contact, contact, whatever they determined to be medium contact. That's true. Um, That's yeah, I don't – I mean, 42% to the opposite field? <laughs> like, that feels like a decent number, right? Like, Dude, this is a good spot for him. You know, like, this is a good spot for Diamondbacks. In general, like this is just one of those spots where you're just like, yeah, like I could see myself getting to dime back. Getting more line oh, drives McCarthy. and fly balls this year than last year, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, there is some, there is some type of disconnect here with Jake McCarthy that maybe it is just coming down to like. Uh, what he's he got, said. Oh, here's he's one. He's only unlucky. got one barrel, so that's that's not good. That's, but as Max exit velocity is one oh eight and a half, like that's pretty strong. That's your one barrel. <laughs> Dude, we I mean look, we are we are Jake McCarthy. Yes, we're fans, looking for reasons to play him for sure. But he's not but I don't this think you bad. can. I don't think <laughs> like, he, he's not this bad. 
I just don't know if you can play him while he's this bad. Like, if you want to try to get ahead of it, the curve, mm-hmm. right? Like, by all means, do it. But if he doesn't pan out, like, there's a lot of good value, like, kind of down here. Like, Will Brennan has been someone that I've kind of been playing. I've played a couple Guardian stacks lately. One against Patrick Corbin didn't pan out because I played Jose Ramirez. And I think another one in that same series, and he was really good in both those games. Will Brennan, two 13-plus DraftKings points games over his last four. Terry Carpenter for the um, Detroit Tigers has three home runs in his last five games. He gets Cal Quantrill. You re- like, we just mm-hmm. talked about it. Like, if you if you, if you have a bat, there's good things yeah. that could happen uh, against Kerry, Kerry Carpenter. Um, and then your boy Sam Hilliard who gets a righty, um, needs to stop striking out as much. I, but, I, do lo- I love um, him at the back end of that lineup. Agreed. Agreed. Because he has so much run scoring potential just with who's mm-hmm. hitting behind him. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, like, really interesting names down here. That's the only thing that would really pull me off McCarthy because, like, I want to play Will Brennan in a in a Guardian stack. Like, I think Will Brennan makes a lot of sense for value. Um because you're going to pay 6k for Jose mm-hmm. Ramirez and you know that's like obviously extremely expensive. Um so yeah, I mean if you want to try to get ahead of the curve on Jake McCarthy by all means, I just I, I don't know if it's advisable <laughs> right now, you know. Uh, I'm looking at some uh, max exit velocities and average exit velocities for this season. Uh our guy Jack Sawinski who homered twice tonight, third in baseball, 96.6 average exit velocity. So that man is ripping. It's Matt Chapman, Jock Peterson, Jack Sawinski uh, for the average exit velocity. Your max exit velocity is usual suspects. Matt Olson at 118.6. Giancarlo Stanton, 117.8. Jordan, Springer, O'Neill, Cruz, Vladdy. You're just your, your usual guys. Jordan Walker, though, checking in at 11th at 113.9. So um, it's interesting to not hear Giancarlo first yeah. in that uh in that category. Um Top guy, hard hit percentage. Matt Chapman won. We, we kind of, you know, he's been hitting the ball. Patrick Wisdom, number two in hard hit percentage uh, this year. Wish that translated to Tuesday, but yeah. Yep, um... yep. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Um, all right. Now that we've been sidetracked here long enough, uh, James, we got a we got a lineup to make here in the final minute or two of the show here. So let's uh, let's lock in a pitcher. Uh, what are we? Uh, where are we going here? Um, I mean, I like, I think we both like the mid tier quite a bit. I think Martin Perez was probably the guy that we wanted to use. Um, and then we can go Justin Steele. O- Oakland okay. is so bad. Uh, yeah. Wilson Contreras, we're in. Paul Goldschmidt, we're in. Uh, spec- Jordan, Wa- Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker. All right. Uh, second bait with shortstop. We did Castro already. Second base, we uh, wanted Andres yeah, Jimenez there. Rep Beatty is probably going to have yeah. to be our third base. Yeah, it's probably going to have to be the play. Beatty. Uh, two outfield spots, 4500 apiece. We got another value. We could do a spend up. Uh, I was thinking Corbin Carroll, 41. Corbin Carroll. And then we can go. Hey, Oscar, who's been a menace against lefties. You want to do Nimmo against Syndergaard with stolen base upside? 
For Nimmo, yeah. One of those there. So that's the lineup there, guys. Perez, Steele, Contreras, Goldschmidt, Jimenez, Beatty, Castro, Walker, Carroll, and Nimmo. Uh, we'll be in the Discord. It's a 1 o'clock lock. Good luck, everybody. We'll catch you guys later.